If you're looking for quality designs, look no further than Bradley Shaw Designs. Bradley Shaw Designs can design anything from wraps, banners, posters, promotional items, and more. Bradley Shaw Designs is the exclusive digital graphics partner of the Renegade Monster Truck Tour and Routine Motorsports. If you're looking for more information, please check out www.bradleyshawdesigns.com. Typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. Hey, folks, welcome to Crush This Monster Truck Podcast. I'm Dan Chichagosh. Uh, with me would be Brad Shaw. Uh, actually, uh, he's under the weather uh, uh, right now. Um, uh, it'll get better when time goes on, but uh, he'll be back next week. I want to thank uh, all the fans out there and also uh, Joey Sylvester and High Octane Coffee. Uh, Jason and Fred and Jay Concepts, Nick Davis and Back Channel Productions. Go check out his new uh, Renegade uh, show, I believe, at uh, – I just uh, just saw it on my history. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Saskatchewana, Pennsylvania. Uh, that was week three. So go ahead and take a look at that. Uh, so he's doing pretty well. Marty Garza's Monster Trek Technology book. Uh, that's a good thing going on for Christmas and whatnot. Uh, 6B Apparel, uh, uh, do some awesome crew shirts. Uh, so for example, I don't have a, uh, coat hanger, but these are a hundred dollars a pop. Um, uh, this one is the, the new wave. So come and check that out, the new wave. And then we have... The OG. So message me or Brad uh, for a crew shirt. Go above the and also uh, under the collar t-shirt company. I'll put that on the Facebook page. Uh, that's twenty twenty dollars a t-shirt. Uh, if we reach uh, twenty five dollars, uh, twenty five sales, uh, we be able to get ourselves a new design. Uh, so once again, that's twenty dollars pop for those t-shirts. $100 a pop for those crew shirts. So, and also thanks to 6B. Also, JB Scale Graphics. Uh, big things are on the works in the future. Can't let you get out of the back with that. Uh, Bigfoot, uh, Against the Grain, Obsessed, Bad Habit, and more. Official decals for your favorite, if you want to build your favorite RC monster trucks, go ahead, take a look at them. Um, if you, you know, make your truck look fly. He just, uh, last week just came out with the Wildfoot scheme and Bradley Shaw designs. Uh, he made, uh, you know, some awesome designs, uh, just came back from, uh, 
uh, you know, doing the rap for um, Zanry 2. Uh, also, uh, he will be at, let's see here, right here. I'm going to not show my face, but here we go. Here, October 24, 2020, Lincoln Speedway, Albertstown, Pennsylvania. He's going to be there, uh, going down there, do his work, do what he needs to do. Uh, so uh, go there, say hi. Hello, everyone. Uh, we have all on the screen there. So that's the news and information. Um, also, um, uh, I will be uh, uh, talking about next week's guest. Uh, next, I, I do have next Thursday's guest. I'll tell you at the end of the program. But this show is, uh, like I said on the uh, the post, um, I'm going to introduce him and we're going to get started right here. Uh, a second generation driver, uh, basically accelerated from the time he started behind the wheel of the truck and uh, have been going 100 miles an hour ever since. Uh, he's a four, he's a Traxxas Monster Truck Champion uh, right now. Uh, Kicking butt with the Hot Wheels Monster Truck Live. Uh, you know, he he has his own name and different names in general, but I know him more for the, the son of beast. Uh, but he's right now uh rocking it with the uh with that flying skull truck. So uh none other than uh Cody Holman. How you hey, doing, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> doing good, doing good. So normally we uh do is like a, a little bit of a timeline type deal and uh, with the history that your dad had behind the wheel of his monster truck, the Holman's Beast, what got you intrigued? Have you always wanted to, you know, be behind the wheel of a monster truck, or did you did you wanted to go do something else? <laughs> no, like you said, my dad's been 36 years now, so I grew up watching my dad ever since I was a little kid, as long as I can remember. So, the time I'm old enough to walk time I can remember I've always wanted to be a monster truck driver do you still remember the time that you went up to your dad and said well it's time to put me behind the wheel of a truck because people <laughs> may people may not forget that you also did where a lot of people went ahead and you geared you you know did the wrenches you did everything that a lot of the monster truck people you know in general did to step their way behind a wheel of a truck and uh you know you must add some good learning lessons. Yeah, I wrenched on trucks for three years before I became a driver. So I started working for my dad kind of full-time, going to every show, every display, every event, anything that we had. When I turned 14, worked for, like you said, a crew guy, wrenched on trucks for three years, and then when I turned a little bit, a couple months after I turned 17, I got my first chance to drive a, just a little fair show we had and then made the cut, I guess you could say. <laughs> so did a second one the next week after that. And then my third show I ever did was the Indianapolis Jamboree back in 2012, I believe it was. No pressure on that, huh? It's yeah. a show and a big show in general, especially with the – uh, all the the sponsors go ahead and and uh, you you weren't you really got yourself into your start not a diff a very difficult truck to see out of right that star marshal truck <laughs> seemed like it was kind of a a difficult body to drive around in was it a little bit 
uh, with the they had the skinnier windshield on it, so it took a little bit of getting used to. But at that time, I had never drove any other body, so it's just I got used to it, and that was just the way it was. And then when I brought out the Son of Beast truck uh, a couple years later in 2014, going to a regular pickup truck body, that was that was a definitely a big change having a full windshield again. So. Now with that going with the Son of Beast, uh, that that was your idea for a truck, correct? Yes, I've always had an idea for a Son of Beast truck. Back even before I was a crew guy, I always wanted to kind of make my own spinoff of my dad's truck. Because I mean, my dad will always be synonymous with Holman's Beast, so I kind of wanted to make my own kind of name away from away from kind of like his. I guess like legacy, you could say, but also kind of keep it going in the same aspect. And now with that too, because uh, you've been driving the on the same chassis. Uh, now you haven't you haven't updated or any new chassis. The chassis that you've been driving right now currently is still the same one you started out with Star Marshall, right? Yeah, it's still technically the same chassis. The the frame itself has had a lot of updates done to it over the years now, like the new like cage inside a cage, the extra supports on the bottom parts of the chassis. Just There's been a bunch of changes that have been done to the chassis throughout the years, but yeah, technically it's still the original chassis, my original blue chassis I started with. Nice, nice, nice. And then you ran that for a, a, a few years, and then you, got your, then you and your dad got yourself the deal through uh, Torgerson and the Traxxas Monster Truck Tour, you rocking the X-Max truck. And uh, how did that come in fruition? And, uh, you know, how was it driving really a really popular named, uh, you know, I guess, Toy RC division? Yeah, it was, it was actually really a lot of fun. It was cool. All the, all the people from Traxxas are super nice. Uh, a lot of them are uh, pretty good friends through the deal that we had. It was, it was definitely a really cool deal to, kind of be on the I guess the like the middle ground I wouldn't I guess you would say between like a real life truck and then you see your toy versions or stuff like that so you kind of help bring it to life so it was it was a lot of fun with the tracks and stuff so it was a good time now also uh, I may I believe it was 2017 I believe or 2018 you won the championship uh for that uh, tour Yes, I, I believe it was 2017. It was the very first year, if I'm remembering right, that it was, it was, yeah, it was the very first year that we did the tour. Talk about that year. Uh, it seemed like you were in the finals for most of the time, and then freestyle, gosh, <laughs> I think you won a lot of freestyle events that year, too. I mean, for that, I mean, that was, I mean, that year for you. That was, uh, that was a really good year. It was, it was one of those years that, it just everything kind of goes right for it. You don't really have too many troubles. Truck always seems to take whatever you can get. So just is kind of one of those years where you look back at it and it's just like it was just kind of meant to be. Everything went your way when you needed it to go. You didn't really need any luck to go your way. It just everything everything went right. Right on, right on. And then uh, that that body, it just uh, seemed like it fit perfect on that truck. Uh you know, we, we did a little bit of the tour in 2019, and and uh, I remember talking to the Murphys, and they said they had it. They had at least that, that show had to roll the truck over, and 
did you get that pressure too? Uh, but it seemed like when you were driving that truck, it seemed like that truck didn't want to roll over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I guess you, it's like any driver will tell you, the longer you drive your truck, the more comfortable you get in it. So you know how to push your truck to the edge to where you know it'll still take it to where it's still under control. I mean, I mean, I, I, I think I rolled the Traxxas body once in competition and then i did once for like a pr stunt but as far as the actual racing body or racing in the show as it is only i only rolled it over one time now also i mean outside of that too your dad was driving the scully truck too so i mean my my question for this is is you had other like for instance now you guys are doing the bone shaker and people may forget that outside of those events, you guys still rock the, the Holman's beast and some of beast too during like those shows in the summertime. Right. Yeah. During the summer, our fair stuff, we just, uh, two years ago now, I think it is, or yeah, for the 35th anniversary truck for my dad, we did the kind of the retro flashback beast truck, but, uh, me and my, cousin ryan and josh we uh decided to change it up a little bit dad didn't want to do the just regular design like it was before with the solid color he kind of wanted to do like an antique kind of rustic look to it so we kind of put our heads together and figured out how to do the kind of the faded rusted out look that the retro beast has now for the 35th anniversary and then i was still running the son of beast truck this right now it's kind of on the the Son of Beast body is kind of on the, kind of on the side shelf right now. I got some future plans for it, but uh, last year I, I brought out the re brought out the stealth truck. It's uh, if anybody knows about stealth truck, it was Iron Man before that. But so I I brought it back out to run on my chassis. So yeah, but during the summer we'll run the Homeless Beast or Son of Beast or Stealth or or even our like now our heavy metal trucks back out or medallion trucks back out. So yeah, people just, because that was one topic that some people were messaging me about because they just think that you're driving bone shaker or, you know, whatever truck that is seeing wise, but people, you know, now know that, you know, when it's not, you know, the hot wheels live tour, you're still rocking son of a beast. So, or any other truck, like you just said, yeah. So after you guys, after you took part, after, you know, stepped away from the Traxxas tour, well, how did you get connected with the Hot Wheels tour? Um, uh, obviously, they know how you guys can take care of a sponsor, especially uh, in the toy world. Um, was that a plus for you, uh, you know, going into the Hot Wheels tour? Like, how did that get all started? Yeah, all the uh, all the guys, all the drivers and that run on the tour, we were all handpicked by the owners of the company that owned the tour to drive on the truck. And then all of us went through kind of like a, I don't want to say like a vetting process, but kind of like, it was, but it's kind of like that for who Hot Wheels wanted to drive what. So, and so all of us were picked for a specific reason to drive in the, on the tour and drive what we drive on the tour. Gotcha. And then when you got you got tagged with the Bone Shaker truck, which is an iconic Hot Wheels toy that people. Um, sorry, I'm just my phone also gets questions, but uh, uh, 
you know, a famous Hot Wheel toy that was designed and created back in the, you know, what Hot Wheels was render came up with with Mattel, and then you know in the early two thousands it became one of the classic uh, original Hot Wheels monster trucks, and then uh, to now it became you know now a real life monster truck uh, with you behind the wheel, and uh, uh, with that did did that come a little bit of a pressure since you know the the, the history of that toy or that uh, die cast vehicle now coming to real life because now your 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 truck is now towards a dad that's seen that when he was a little kid now his kid is seeing that in real life so that does that bring any you know pressure for you driving that thing in the hot wheels live tour uh when we first when we first started maybe just a little bit because i always because they have this huge expectation like you said for bone shaker it's bone shaker is their pride and joy so they always they they expect it to be a certain way, look a certain way, all the time. So when I first got there, I mean there was there was definitely a little bit of pressure to make sure I show up and perform all the time, every week, week in, week out, make every show, make every pass. So, but the longer we've gone on now, the more everybody's just kind of settled into the groove. Especially since the tour was brand new last year's, and there was a little bit of pressure on everybody involved, not just the drivers, but all the way through all the management of the tour as well. But now that we've really grown into the tour together, especially through the back half of the first year is where everything really, really like 100% gelled together and everybody got completely comfortable with each other. The longer the tour has gone on, the, the easier it's gotten for everybody. And we'll talk about that. You know, um, your cousin Josh said that your internet is as good as potatoes. Uh, turn off <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi off. <laughs> <laughs> Now, with Josh being that in a family ordeal, he went overseas. The the, the division um, grew. You and your dad stayed in, in the United States. I saw your show the first week at St. Charles, Missouri. I kind of went under the radar. <laughs> I wanted to take a look at it. Um, it was a last-second decision. Um, I went ahead and, and I went ahead and watched the show. I got there. A little bit late. Not when I say late, I missed the pit party. I sat down and watched it, and you kicked some tail that night. Uh, I think I went to see the Sunday, and you won everything except for donuts. Um, and uh, you know, it seemed like the momentum. It wasn't just that show because previously during the season itself, you guys, like you said, when time went on during that program, and you guys gelled and formed that you know during the end of 2019 like the second half it, when i was talking to phil about stats and stuff with that you and your dad was really successful in those titan cups that you guys been racing against and uh and just i don't know man it just seemed like it, you guys were on the rails yeah, we had a really strong end to 2019, and 2020 started off just the same way. We really rolled the momentum over, like you were saying, into 2020 before, obviously, everything that's gone on happened mm -hmm. to the industry. But, yeah, like you said, uh, I guess you could say, that, yeah, like the momentum really carried over, and 
the longer the tour went on, the, the more comfortable we've gotten, like coming back to concrete. Cause I hadn't been on concrete and since the very first year I started coming back to hot wheels to, to be on all concrete like that. So there was a, there was a little bit of a learning curve, re, a relearning curve, I guess for me. But yeah, like you said, we really kind of steamrolled the last part of the year and started off the season real strong. So one guy questioned how, uh, how can you uh, top V8 bomber in these donuts? It seems like it, was, it just seems like as soon as that happens, like, like, you know, it, the wheelies, it seems like you and your dad go out pretty good with the wheelies and then racing, you know, you got you guys, you know, heavy hitter, well, not heavy hitter, demo derby and all them and plus Bigfoot. But it seems like the donuts, it just with that locker in the front, because uh, in the tech side of it, a lot of you guys run an open in the front in a what locker or a spool in the rear. Yeah, we we use a locker in the rear, open in the front. Okay. So maybe explain to the fans what is the advantages of having a locker in the front, then also the disadvantages and advantages of having an open in the front. Uh, yeah, like donuts, for instance. That's why VA Bomber and Stevie's so hard to beat with donuts because once them front tires grab, it'll just keeps it keeps pulling it never both wheels will keep going with the open the outside tire you'll see it turns slower than the inside tire so that's how that's one reason why stevie's truck is such a good donut truck so that's kind of that's stevie's niche so he's he's found it so he's he's even if even if we all had lockers in the front end he'd still be hard to beat but uh the i guess the other disadvantage i guess you could say for stevie and and it's really i mean it's not really much of a disadvantage because stevie's used to it would be it's harder to move around with a locker than it is with open because you can't sit still and turn the wheels so stevie has to carry a lot of momentum to get the truck to turn so he has to set himself up way sooner than we do for instance so but that's more of a you get accustomed to it thing so it's it's really not much of a disadvantage when you're used to it but that's kind of a little bit of the pros and cons to open versus a locker. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, uh, you know, with wheelies and stuff like that, you guys been known the the tail drag and, you know, your dad, when he was rocking uh, either the beast or the Lucas oil stabilizer seemed like a dominant truck during those concrete shows in the monster nationals. Uh, Did you, did, when you were doing a lot of the concrete stuff, did you, take a piece of your dad's advice when you're behind the wheel of your truck? Yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from my dad. And then I've, I've, I've learned, I always kind of say I've learned a little bit from everybody. I mean, there's a lot of input from my dad, obviously, since I spend so much time with him, I've always been around him, but guys like Dan Runney, Rick Long, Dave Reif, all those guys that I grew up watching for so long, I've all I've taken a little bit of all of their stuff and kind of put it together and made my own kind of style. Yeah, it's and and maybe uh, maybe explain a little bit to the fans about what would they go to at a Hot Wheels live monster truck show because it's unique and it's it's not your typical. I guess it's still a monster truck show, but it's a little bit of a a different twist on it. You may say. Yeah, yeah, our. Um, I guess Hot Wheels' big thing is they want to. It's it's a lot about 
entertaining the kids. And there's obviously some stuff for the parents as well. But uh, Hot Wheels has always been real centered towards towards uh, entertaining the kids, no matter what their age is. Like with our crash zone, they have the area where you can play with the Hot Wheels cars or the monster truck toys or or like the Hot Wheels track, for instance, stuff like that. So it's kind of like it's almost like a spin on they try to take the, what it almost looks like the like your toy set would be at at home and blowing it up into a life size scale into a real environment so it's kind of like i guess it's you guess you'd say it's kind of like that it's kind of like a kid's toy box turned into a monster truck show kind of aspect but like you said it's still a monster truck show it's still about seeing the trucks jump over cars and then we have our fmx jumpers so they're still got that feeling of a monster truck show because that's what it is at the end of the day but they all but they try to keep that spin on it like you said for to where a kid's imagination has almost kind of looks like it's a part of it as well now the camaraderie that you have i mean i'm going to do examples you have you know obviously you and your dad and then stevie then Derek Anson and you know then you got you know Christian Norman and and then you have either Darren Schnell or Hot Rod Robbie Tweedy um how how are those out how are those guys hanging around is it a fun gang to be around and it seems like uh compared when I was at uh watching the show it seems you guys are really laid back and just having fun yeah yeah it's we obviously we take our job seriously because i mean at the end of the day it's we got a job to do show to do everybody's got to pull their weight but and also at the same time try not to overthink it and overstress yourself about it because at the end of the day if you're not having fun then it's not really worth it so everybody wants to have a good time but i've known all those guys the only guy that i had not met on the tour was christian before we started i had spent time with stevie and derek and a little bit with Rodney back when he was with Bigfoot, I believe, the first time, if I remember right. And then uh, Darren from Monster Nationals, even before I was a driver, and Rebecca as well. So the only guy that I had not met was Christian. But as soon as we met Christian, I mean, everybody hit it off pretty good with him. Like you said, we're all we're all pretty good friends. We all like to have a good time while we're out there, but also like to go out there and do our thing when we got to do it. What's your favorite event? Probably between, I don't know, actually. I was going to say between wheelies and freestyle, but over the years I've gotten like more accustomed to racing as well. But I guess probably at the end of the day, probably probably wheelies or freestyle just because there's just you out there. You can do whatever you want. So. Yeah, it's, uh, I, th- I think I, I, me as a fan, I get excited with racing also, but it's kind of unique too because, I mean, when you, when you stage and you're ready to go, obviously after wheelies do you have to think about how you approach the cars or do you watch the drivers on how they launch over those cars and then you know if you don't like how it goes do you like think to yourself okay i won the race do i go maybe go to the other lane or do i go to the trusty old lane that i've been running at uh sometimes like uh wheelies like the way we have our shows set up everybody 
is always usually on the same side unless something happens to one of the trucks then you have to fill in the the empty spot but generally like me and stevie and i think it's yeah bigfoot are generally on the right hand stack for wheelies and everybody else is on the other stack so you kind of have an idea of how everybody's going to hit the stack like for me all i have to worry about is as long as stevie hits car straight for wheelies <laughs> but uh and that's basically yeah. plan <laughs> yeah as long as stevie hits it straight we're, we're in business for Got wheelies it. and then racing uh before we actually do racing we do wheelies and then long jump so with long jump it kind of gives us an idea of to see how the stacks are going to lay out for racing right before that happens so we kind of get an idea of what to expect how you need to line up to them so yeah that's that's still pretty cool and then uh we'll go a little bit on this and said to the fans that um you know hot wheels posted on their facebook uh soon in the next couple weeks hopefully you and the crew will be at fort worth texas i do believe um here yeah. in a couple of weeks, you guys are going to be there for the Hot Wheels Live. So fans in the Texas area, go ahead and, you know, buy your tickets and, you know, show some love. Um, you know, it's uh, it, it got to be pretty cool, though, to go to the pit party and seeing all those fans, especially. I mean, are you starting to get diehard Bone Shaker fans now that come to you with gear and maybe toys? What what cool Bone Shaker thing, uh, memorabilia or merchandise have you signed? Yeah, like you said, we're especially down here in the south. It seems like this, like the southern part of the country and out west, they're they just love Bone Shaker. It's that just that rat rod aspect to to that a lot of people like. So like I said, especially down here in the southern part of the country, they they love Bone Shaker down here. But uh, probably the coolest thing I've signed is a guy brought a hand painted sign of my truck to I, it might even have been fort worth if i remember right but that was actually really cool he brought one of every truck but it was really cool because he you could see how much detail he put into my truck and tiger shark and all the other trucks as well so it was, it was that was one of the cooler things i've signed there's been a lot of like kids drawings and a lot of kids will bring their trucks from home for me to sign and stuff like that so yeah, probably the probably the coolest one would be that that kind of that little portrait, I guess you could say that that guy, that guy Andrew. Now, well, well, this uh, question I wanted to talk about was family, because it's now your uh, I believe your cousins, uh, Josh and Ryan, um, now have their trucks running around during the time period. Plus, you and your dad, and then uh, I think your uncle has uh, maximum. Override, override. Yeah. yeah so yeah. how cool is it having now the family all together now becoming a basically a five truck team and people may not know that you have other trucks in the stable outside of you and your dad yeah yeah uh, josh took our third truck over to europe and ran the bone shaker body in europe over the winter so that was a cool deal to see him go from being a crew guy like i was through points in his life to being a monster truck driver now and then he's running the heavy metal or medallion body or medallion heavy metal body now during the summer and then ryan he has the actually he actually has the 
the sister truck to mine, the sister frame that was built all those years ago. He tracked it back down and bought it because that was what he was driving years ago when I first started, when he first got in. So he's finished that one now. He's got, it's called uh, Amped Up. So it's it's pretty cool deal to see them getting a truck. And then, like you said, my uncle brought bought back his original ride truck, Maximum Override, repainted it like the original design that was on it and kept a lot of it originally like it was when they redid it so it's it's a cool deal to see all the stuff that we like the ride truck for instance that we had back in the day come back to having it now and then like you said having my cousins and my family driving with me too now people may just to let you guys know that we talked about ryan's chassis that was chuck chuck board chuck Back in the uh, four-wheel drive a couple years back, see uh, that chassis, like uh, you said, uh, Cody, that this is the sister truck of what you had because both at the time was Star Marshal and Chuckboard Chuck. So, and he drove, he drove the, what, that was the heavy metal, the purple yeah. body heavy metal one. And, yeah, it was uh, the blue body one, yeah. Okay. I get colorblind. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to uh, take a little twist off of here and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll answer some of the fan questions here in a, a couple minutes, but we may go off a little, little bit of scale of uh, monster trucks. And uh, uh, one topic that me and you talk about a lot when I stop by the shop is uh, soccer or over there in Europe, football, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you're a very diehard fan of the Premier League and uh, also a lot of the uh, – uh, I'm guessing you're a fan of MLS – but uh, what what attracted you? You did you play soccer when you're uh, when you're younger, all the way to high school, and and also what attracted you to the Premier League over there and the, watching that now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I grew up playing soccer when I was a little kid. I was a goalie for a long time, and then I played striker for the last I think like like three or four years that I was playing soccer, and then I kind of didn't really have a lot to like watch it or play it or anything for a while. Cause I got into monster trucks and then here, uh, I don't know. It's probably been uh, four or five years ago. And now kind of, kind of got back into it a little bit. I was like, I said, I was watching a little bit of MLS for fun or whatever. And then kind of started watching stuff from Europe and everything. And I've always kind of like, known about it like guys like clint dempsey and them guys that always that played over for tottenham and them guys i'd always known about them when i was a little kid but i never really sat down and watched it because i mean it was always on super early in the morning when i was a little kid but yeah uh here in the past few years like when i first started watching it like the premier league it's just i mean obviously it's the english league it's the easiest to watch but i honestly in my opinion i think it's the best to watch just because every team can beat anyone at any given day unlike some of the other leagues out there but when i first started watching them i really didn't have a team that i like supported like you do like the all oh, you're probably a manchester united fan or blah 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 or whatever like that but i mean it's just as bad because i mean i'm a chelsea fan so i'm, I'm a little i'm a little i'm a little little biased since since pull since christian pulisic is there now but and that was kind of always like, man, that'd be really cool if he ended up playing for the team that I like. Mm -hmm. 
come over from Dortmund and they signed him last year. So that was, that was kind of a cool deal. Just like a little personal, like, Oh, that's cool. So at least I don't have to watch a Dortmund game to try to watch him. Yeah. But, people, uh, people may yeah. not know that Manchester United and Chelsea's like the Yankees and Red Sox. Yeah. They don't um, like each other. Ohio state, Michigan. It's uh you can't, be like, oh, I'm a Manchester United fan, and I like Chelsea. It can't help yeah, it like it that. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then you have those two teams behind them too, like Man U and then Liverpool, where they, you know they 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 will they'll pop their head out between them two, and then they go back in or or stuff like that. And it, like you said, that league, uh, the Premier League, anyone can win. And then you throw in the Champions League. So then you yeah. throw in uh, Barcelona or other teams like that into the mix, and it becomes a basically a giant free for all, and you don't know who's going to win. Yeah, it's it's that's that's definitely super entertaining, but uh, it's been it's been a little rough to be a Chelsea fan in the past couple of years, but this this year has been pretty good. So then, like like you're saying, the Champions League they went out early this past this past one, but. At all the, all, probably out of all the teams that win it, I'm probably, I'm probably the happiest that that Bayern Munich won this past year. And then you brought up Liverpool. I don't know what it is. I just, I don't like Liverpool. <laughs> I just never have. Right. I, I like, I like some of their players. I mean, I like their their manager Klopp. He's a really good manager. It's just, it's just something about Liverpool as a whole. I just, I don't like. Gotcha. You're not the only one that's like that. So you either love Liverpool or you hate them. There's yeah. there's not really a middle ground with that team. It's love and hate. And you know, there there could be someone that say, okay, I'm I'm a uh, Man U fan, but I can dig a little bit of Chelsea. But you know, Man U's the same way. You can't like Manchester United and then Man City. I'm sorry, I'm screwing that up. It's Man City, not Man U. <laughs> um. You know, people. You know, Manchester United and Manchester City. Uh, you know that 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 that's going on. You know, and and then uh, like for me, I I mean I I uh am, I dig uh you know Chelsea also, but in Champions League, I'm a Barcelona fan. I I did I did when I was working for Monster Jam. I, I went there for a Monster Truck show, and I fell in love just because of how awesome that is, and. It was one of the only shows I ever known that people scream "Ole Ole Ole" in a monster truck show. Like, you know, what what can you do about that? You know, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, pretty interesting. So that that's the reason I kind of like Barcelona for myself is just the experience I ever got there. Um, are you, did you ever think about like maybe doing when the season started of the 2020 20 season? Did you try to put your card in the hat to going overseas? Because I mean. If you went overseas, man, that's basically your favorite teams you have a yeah. chance to go see. So, I mean, uh, did you ever try to put your card in that hat and try to go over there? Yeah, when we when we originally were talking about it, we were kicking around the idea of maybe me going over with one of the other guys, and then and then when we finished that third truck, Josh was like, "I'll I'll I'll go over. I can go." And then we like decided that it'd be good for Josh to go over and get some more seat time. And it was a really, it was a really good deal. He sent him over. He had a really good time. He did a really good job. So maybe, maybe next time, maybe next time I'll go over and get that chance. But now I'm more than happy with how Josh did over there. We all are. So it, it was a good deal to send him over. 
Right on, right on. Yeah, I thought maybe you'd be able to go, especially the first show of the year. You know, you're a, not a Manchester fan, so, uh, <laughs> you know, the, one of the first shows that they ran that the Hot Wheels tour was at Manchester uh, in general. But uh, still, um, you know, uh, did you follow a little bit of the FIFA World Cup uh, for a while, men's and women's, or just, uh, you know, that, that happened recently, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched. Uh, I kept up with the World Cup. I mean, obviously, if, if you're since since we like soccer, we're obviously going to be national team fans. That was a little yeah. bit of a hard pill to swallow for the U.S. for all of us <laughs> not being there. But uh, no, it was that was actually the first World Cup that I actually actually sat down and tried to watch as like as much of it as I can just to just to kind of see how it was. I mean, I'd always watched it kind of on and off. And, throughout when it was always on but i really kind of sat down and paid attention to it this time and it was it was a really cool to kind of see all that stuff come together like that so it'll be really cool when when it does come over here i think it's the not this next one but the one after i think it's supposed to be here in the u.s and some other places i think they they announced that last time and then uh, the women's world cup i watched a little bit of on and off and then like when it got closer to the finals i paid a little bit more attention to it because I mean, it sounds bad, but you just expect our women's team to make it there to the final, so you don't really pay attention to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like one hand we're spoiled, the other hand it's like yeah, it's yeah, like sooner or later. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but um, you know, it's also uh, cool to talk about. Um, well, Brad's one of those guys that loves to open up and uh, talk about his uh, beliefs. I. And uh, I, I am too. And it's awesome to sometimes see that on the decal, your truck with the arrow pointing up. And, yeah. uh, you know, especially with the trying times of today and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, uh, very few people in the monster truck world, you know, have, you know, open up to their beliefs. I'm just saying like a lot of people uh, uh, do, but they kind of, you know, not express it, but you're very open about it. And, uh, you know, uh, if you want to talk about that's more, you're more welcome to. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's obviously it's like our beliefs to, to go out and talk about it to people that want to hear it. And, and you don't go out there and force it on people because that's not what it's about. It's you go out and you show it to them. And if they want to pursue it, that's, it's their personal decision. That's, that's the way that, it, that it's supposed to be done. And then, but like you said, it never hurts to always go out and especially nowadays go out and show spread a little bit of hope around for some people because there's there's a lot of people out there that need it. So it's never a bad thing to go out and show some hope and some love to some people. So right on, yeah. Like uh, Brad, he has against the grain and he has scripture verses along his truck and and uh, you know and I I I. I you know, I'm strongly in my faith and, uh, you know, it just, like you said, this, this year has been very, uh, let's say, uh, trying. Not fun. I guess you could say, trying. Yeah. Very very trying. Trying. and, uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, great to hear, you know, and see also, um, you know, that you're very, very open to it and uh, not afraid to talk about it. 
And, uh, you know, like you said, in scenario, we are, we are born between the relationship that we have with the, the man upstairs, you know, and not forced out on someone that doesn't want to hear it. Let them be them. You know what I mean? But worry about, you know, us and him, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and, uh, I'm the, I'm the kind of the same way and, and, uh, you know, re- read it regularly <laughs> before I go to bed and, uh, just, uh, go from there, you know, and, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's awesome to learn about that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, we got a few uh, questions and whatnot, if you're willing to answer those. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's see here. Uh, uh, Scott Bryant said, uh, this is a statement, not a question. He says, extremely happy to see what Cody was able to do. Uh, he is part of our sports future. That's Scott Bryant. Uh, pretty yeah, cool to hear him say. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been just seen Scott a few weeks ago now, but uh, before that, I hadn't seen him in a while. So it's was, it was good to see him again. Good to hear from him. He's a good friend. So oh, we always had a good time when him and Roger were when they brought back the USA One truck. That was that was a lot of fun. The few weeks we were running with him. So appreciate uh, it, Scott. We have one that says uh, from Wayne. He says I haven't had a chance to attend a Hot Wheels Monster Truck live event but I've seen tons of videos on YouTube. How are their shows compared to other promoters? Reminds me of the Thunder Nationals. Yeah, I, I, I could see see that. It's kind of like that old school concrete feel, which I guess a way to explain it would be it's kind of like a new twist on, like you said, kind of like that old Thunder Nationals kind of feel, but it's brought into like the modern time it's not the kind of get stale after 15 minutes everybody doing the same thing over and over again they always try to keep things fresh and keep it changed up not do the same repetitive thing run after run after run whether it be like doing wheelies then say donuts and then like we have long jump and then racing and freestyle stuff like that but there's also the Hot, the Hot Wheels jumpers, the FX jumpers, and then Megasaurus. So they always try to change it up, keep things fresh. To where that was kind of the problem, in my opinion, that like the older concrete shows kind of had. They kind of got stale after a while. It was kind of like you were watching the same thing over and over again. So Hot Wheels and Mattel and all them guys, they've really tried their hardest, and they've done a pretty good job of keeping it fresh and keep giving it a brand new look on kind of like an old school twist. Now we have another one. Remember a guy named James McLean? <laughs> yeah. Well, he has a question for you, and it, it seems uh, pretty interesting, I guess. But uh, he said it. Uh, what did you feel? What's your feelings with the Son of the Beast and the – I guess he was talking – let me rephrase this. What was Corey, Corey, Cody's – not Corey – Cody's <laughs> feeling with Son of the Beast around Ryan Anderson and Son of a Digger? When they both started about the same time with the names, I, I had to ask that a little bit just because I may get a message. Sorry, James. <laughs> no, that's all right. uh, when I brought mine out and Ryan brought his out, it's, I mean, it's really, I don't really have nothing against his. They're all, they're both about kind of paying homage to our dad's legacy and continuing it on. And when I had mine down at, Patrick's open house the first year I had it Ryan was there and he walked up and I said what do you think man he goes that's really cool man I like it so it's like 
He goes, he goes, you guys do a good job on it. it. Looks good. So it's like there's no like hard feelings or nothing like that around each other. They're they're special to each to each of us for their own reasons. So they're about kind of paying homage to our fathers and what they've accomplished and taking it into the future. So that's what they're about. Yeah, that's that's awesome to hear. You know, I mean, it's, you guys are basically you know continuing the homage and you know, but but then again, you're paving your own trail. Yeah. You know, I mean, like for instance, Ryan's still part of the Gravedigger team, but he's still gonna be son of a digger. You're still part of the Beast team, but you're always gonna be the son of Beast. So yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's like you're paying, like you said, you're paying homage to your family, but you're you're still Cody Holman and son of Beast. You yeah, know I mean, people still recognize that. Um, we have another question about the uh, Hot Wheels, but uh, maybe pretty cool, maybe a little bit of feedback here, Lee. Plato, he said, Cody, since Hot Wheels is geared for kids, do you think they may ever try to run with the mini monster trucks like how they did with KJ and, you know, and um, uh, the American Scout and stuff like that? Do you do you see them maybe, you know, leaning towards that as a side act? Uh, I mean, I guess never say never, right? So mm -hmm. They'll always be looking for stuff to change things up because anybody that knows anything about the industry you can't always go back to the same place with the same show every year so you have to change it up a little bit so uh, i guess never say never right 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 on right on and then um i know i have to ask this question and a lot of people are asking me but uh how crazy was it being in that live show knowing that megasaurus is near uh broke its neck uh <laughs> <laughs> you know obviously that was that was in public domain, but, uh, you know, you were in your truck, and what were you thinking? Do you remember that show, and what were yeah, you thinking? Like, yeah. holy cow, this just happened? Yeah, that's, that, was, that was definitely one of the, the stranger moments I think I've ever seen, like, through my entire, like, monster truck, I guess, life, even when I was a little kid. I had, I'd never seen anything like that. So, I mean, it was, it was definitely, it was kind of one of those like moments like what just happened? Like that, that's not supposed to be like that, but I guess, I mean, moments like that are bound to happen. It's you know, like anything. It's a piece of equipment. Eventually it's going to have problems. So it was definitely, it was definitely kind of a weird moment, but, I, I, but later on after it happened, like the next week, I mean, everybody had a good laugh about it in the end. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Now we got some uh, uh, some questions that we normally do in the show itself. Brad calls it the hard hitting questions, but um, are you ready for some? <laughs> All right. All right. So this question is from one of our longtime fellow people. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, Can you hear me? Right. Okay. Uh, I think my internet's acting up a little bit here. It's always been like that for a while. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it sounds like you're back. Okay. So Brandon Culpepper has a question, and he always says, uh, "Sorry, phone call." <laughs> oh, you there? That's all right. Oh, okay. Uh, his question is, "What's your favorite pie?" Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? 
Hello, hello, hello. I lost you there. I can't hear you. Uh, I took my Wi-Fi. Oh, geez, not again. Can you hear me now? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Zach, I can see. I don't know if you can hear me, but I don't. I can hear you. I can. I can hear you. Okay. Hello. Hello. No, hello? I still can't hear you. You can't hear me now. Hello. 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 No, I, I still can't hear you, buddy. I, I can hear you on my wife's phone in the other room, but I can't uh, hear if you, you can, on my phone. Uh, well, you can hear me through your wife's phone, right? Tell her, tell her to bring the phone over. <laughs> yeah, it's right. a little bit of a delay, but I can okay. hear you. That's all right. That's perfectly fine. All right. All right. So, what's your favorite pie? Say. Uh, so we got a pretty we got like a super hardcore delay going on here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Like, can you hear me now? Technical difficulties here. Yeah. All right. Hello, hello. No, I, I still can't hear you through my phone for some reason. Is there like a way you can invite me back in or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and uh. No, I still can't hear you through my phone for some reason. Let me go ahead one second. Uh, Can you hear me now? Can you go ahead one second? Uh, I'm gonna hook this, I hook that. Can you hear me now? Test one, two. Can she can hear me. Right? No, I still can't hear you. Oh my. Mm. No. She uh, she can hear me, but I can't. Okay. Well, with her phone, uh, basically, uh, the question was, was, uh, what's your favorite pie? Can you answer that? I guess I'm probably a little partial to like pumpkin or something like that. I don't really eat that much pie. All right, all right, all right. Uh, are you for or against eggnog?
No, I don't drink it at all. So I guess against. <laughs> That's cool. Brad likes that. So uh, we'll go ahead and take that as a no. And then my final question I'll ask you is uh, what's the coolest thing you have crushed? Uh, I mean, I've done motorhomes, buses. Probably the coolest thing is we did a boat once at a speedway. I ran a boat over once. So as far as the craziest thing or the coolest thing, I guess probably a boat. Or well, actually, no, actually we did a plane in uh, Aruba. So that that was cool. We jumped over a plane. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, uh, the last thing I'm going to go ahead and say uh, before we end the show is uh, anything you want to give a shout-out to the fans? Uh, anything you want to uh, tell them? Yeah, uh, it's been – just as difficult for the fans as it's been the drivers to be apart from shows and stuff like that. I know how bad people want to come back and see shows and we want to get back to doing shows and we look forward to seeing everybody back and hoping everybody comes back and gets the helps get the industry back on its feet so we can get everything kicked back off like it was before everything happened. So yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to seeing everybody. Like I said, we got that show for Hot Wheels in Fort Worth at Dickey's Arena in the next couple next few weeks in November. And uh yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing the fans and stuff again. So hopefully you guys come out and see us all and we get a little bit of normal, I guess, life back together. Now is there any uh social media that people can follow you at? Uh, yeah, if you want to follow the the team, it's Team Beast Monster Truck Racing, and then uh, that's that's probably the, that's the easiest way and the best way to keep up with uh, actual team stuff as far as like Hot Wheel shows or um, summer shows, for instance, like fairs or any kind of displays or appearances, stuff like that. And then, um, like, I mean, I have my own personal Instagram, so I mean, if, I guess if people want to come over there, it's just C Holman underscore Son of Beast. Pretty easy. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Well, thank you, Cody, for uh, being on. Uh, maybe we can uh, see if we can get your dad on and talk some uh, old school to modern monster trucks. Nice, nice, nice. Well, thank you, Cody, for uh, being on. Uh, maybe we can uh, see if we can get your dad on and talk some uh, old school to modern monster trucks. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely talk to him about it and see if he'd be interested in coming on. So, yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. Thank you for thank you very much. Yeah. Have a good one. All right, so that was uh, Cody Holman, uh, driver of the Son of the Beast and Hot Wheels Live Bone Shaker. Uh, like I said, uh, next, like I said before, hundred dollars a pop for the crew shirts. Um, uh, like I said, uh, this is it for it. Uh, that the crush this one for the new wave. And 
that one. So you have your pick. Six B Apparel. Contact us. Uh, thank you for uh, high octane coffee, uh, Joey Sylvester. Uh, thank you so much. Right there. Thank you. Uh, also, J Concepts. Right there. Uh, thank you for be for be helping us out throughout what we have done. Uh, also. Check out Brad Shaw. He will be there October 24, 2020 at Lincoln Speedway in Albertstown, Pennsylvania for the Renegade Monster Truck Tour. Uh, also, uh, try to get out of that. Uh, Mario Garza's Monster Truck Technology book. Go ahead and take a look at that. JV Scale Graphics. Bradley Shaw Designs. Nick Davis and Back Channel Productions. His video for the next Renegade Monster Truck Tour is on right now. Uh, also, uh, you know, for me, uh, we are going to do a show, I guess they produced it, uh, in the next couple weeks, Tri-City Speedway, October, that's in Granite City, Granite, Granite City, Illinois, go ahead and take a look at that, uh, it'd be pretty cool in the new future, but, um, also, uh, below the collar, go ahead and take a look at them, and also, uh, uh, next Thursday's guest, uh, Tuesday's will be another TBA. So be on a lookout is, uh, uh, Dawson Ray. I uh, hopefully I didn't screw up his name, but he drives for, uh, full throttle monster trucks out of Utah. Uh, go ahead and, and he's going to be on next week. Uh, I'll put that on the post. Uh, but, uh, it's going to be pretty cool to have him on, uh, Tuesday, maybe a last second deal. We'll figure that out for you guys. But uh, thank you for being on. And uh, uh, once again, also how Brad say it, check up on your friends. Uh, take a look. Enjoy. Check up on them. You don't know what they're battling. Say hi. It only takes a few seconds on this right here. A few seconds to go check up on someone saying, hey, man, how's it going? Missed you. You know, and, uh, you know, do what you need to. But uh I am Dan Cheech Agosh, and uh, this is a Crushes, a Monster Truck Podcast. Keep your rubber side down and the shiny side up. Peace. If you're looking for quality designs, look no further than Bradley Shaw Designs. Bradley Shaw Designs can design anything from wraps, banners, posters, promotional items, and more. Bradley Shaw Designs is the exclusive digital graphics partner of the Renegade Monster Truck Tour and Ritchie Motorsports. If you're looking for more information, please check out www.bradleyshawdesigns.com.